morning, Juventini. My guest today, the great Dan Lucci. And boys. of course, the gaffer, Alberto. I think I'm just slideshow boy today. I think I'm just going to run the slides on the highlight reels and just hang out. Well, you know, backed by popular request, they were like, it's time to shift you to the side, bring in some, you know, some fresh meat. Uh, me. So bear with me, everyone, because I've never hosted one of these before. But before we get into the match, please go on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, like, follow, subscribe, you know, share the podcast post, the live feed on Twitter. And addition, it's phenomenal. And the Azuri kit that Dan's got, the hat that Al's got, the sweatshirt. I mean, my Azuri hoodie, which I don't have on now, but it's in my closet, I wear every day. It's the most comfortable piece of clothing I have. Yeah. So and we gotta say, how can you not let this guy host when he's sporting the Rocky tracksuit? <laughs> I, I mean, you know, you know you're setting, you know the show is gonna be set up to bang when the host is rocking this tracksuit. It's it's Sundays are for tracksuits. That's that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so the match, guys, this was brutal. Um, you know, there's not really much to say about it into it, but we're gonna get to the highlights here real quick. Start off with that, but. We'll begin with the uh, the lineups, and you know the lineup coming in was a little bit hot topic. You know, will we see the same lineup from Zenit? Allegri made one or two changes. It was you know the basic four four two from Zenit. The change was Rabiot was in for Bernardeschi, and Chiellini was set to start next to Delit, but he ended up pulling out with an injury, and Rugani came in instead. So, fellas, what were your thoughts on the lineups? Um, Dan, we'll start with you. Tell me what you thought when you saw the lineup. Um, yeah, you're always concerned when Rabiot decides to come in and attempt to do something. Uh, that was, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about him a lot throughout this one. Um, the Rugani is obviously also a little bit of a scare, but, you know, with injuries and Bonucci playing all the time, you know, I guess he's got to get some minutes at some point. So, unfortunately, well, actually, not unfortunately. Luckily for us, he didn't burn us, and uh, we'll, we'll take that one, and that's it. Al, your thoughts? I'm starting to get this feeling like Allegri just loves to stick it to anybody who questions any of his motives or decisions and stuff, even if he knows they're wrong. Because to continue to plug Adrian Rabio over there on the left like that is mind-blowing. Like it's mind blowing, and then the whole Rugani thing just has complete faith in. Him. He really, he didn't have an option if Benucci needs rest, and then Kilini gets a muscle uh, injury. And again, like, why nobody is talking yesterday about how many muscle injuries this team gets is beyond me. But anyways, he gets uh, Rugani in there. The Rugani move was genius. Okay, I tweeted that. Like with every second that goes by that he doesn't score, that Vlaovic doesn't score, his value decreases <laughs> drastically. I think he I think we can now pick him up for a bag of match balls after not bagging one with Rugani on the pitch. So that's pretty pretty smart on Allegri's part. I'll give him that. But the Rabio thing's gotta end. It has to end without without question. That's my thoughts on the line. Everything else I, I'm cool with. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that was, you know, Allegri has more more say in the transfers now. And he was like, let's knock 10 mil off that uh, price. And it was like, play on what Rugani. Um, yeah, the Rugani thing, I mean, we all kind of groaned at it. But, you know, even without the injury, Bonucci looked half dead the last three matches. You know, he's made some mistakes. He just, 
when Bonucci plays seven, eight, nine matches in a row, mentally he just kind of goes a little bit. So you, you got to give the man a break. Mm -hmm. Chiellini, it was unfortunate. Um, as far as the midfield, like I didn't understand bringing Rabiot in. If you're playing a proper 4-3-3, like I could live with it as much as I dislike the guy. But the weird hybrid thing they were doing, why change it from Zenit? Um, it just didn't make any sense to me. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll, now transitioning from the lineup, we'll get into the highlights here in a minute. Um, starting off in the ninth minute, Murata breaks three, taps the ball way out of the way. Um, his first touch kind of lets him down. He gets to the keeper, goes to round him. First touch, uh, the touch around the keeper is not good enough. And then he kind of ends up in no man's land. Dybala sends it over. Um, and that was our first real chance. 32nd minute, Saponera, great spot, goes high and wide. Uh, yeah, we should touch on this one too, Lou. Um, just take a look at, I don't know if you guys caught it on first glancer, but like the drop off between our mid and our defenders, like uh, it just, he doesn't pick them up at all. I think that's mm -hmm. McKenny there, right? So you could see him here. He's in behind the ref, um, yeah. Saponera there. And then uh, McKenny's goes back to play. Rugani is so focused on Vlaovic. He's not making a shout. Danilo's in there, but nobody's making a shout to uh, McKenny whatsoever, right? Yeah. It almost looks like kind of slots in there. He's got this whole pocket right there. The ball actually falls to him. And we were pretty fortunate on this one. He ends up uh, volleying it over, right? Yeah, I, I agree. And Saponera is that type of player that, you know, you forget about him. He would come on and score against Juventus. That's just, you know, sort of our luck over the years. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Um, Lucci, anything else to say on this one? No, you know, we, we did get a little lucky, I think, um, especially still being early on, I guess. I, yeah, McKinney or even someone has to give him a shout, tell him, you know, look, at, look around you kind of thing. Keep your eye open. But uh, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, I, I agree. McKinney has to do a little bit better there defensively because, um, you know, that could have cost us uh, a goal very early and that would have been very costly for the rest of this game. Um, moving forward, 35th minute, corner comes in, falls to the cleanup guy, Callihan, and he tried to rip it. Not really threatening, though. Um, yeah. so Slideshow Berto let you down on that one, too, because I don't have a slide for it. <laughs> Got a little lucky there, too, to BH because, you know, anytime it falls to the cleanup guy, it could be ugly. Um, next, uh, Juve gets away with one a little bit at the end of the first half for a handball. Did you think he got, I thought for sure he got away with one. Yeah. I, I think it's a soft handball, but based on today's rules, I think yeah. that, you know, it would have been called, uh, Lucci, what did you think? Well, I was just going to say, I think we've seen worse given called. Um, yeah. so I was a little surprised, but again, we'll take it. Like sometimes Moji you need effect, breaks. Baby. Moji effect. <laughs> also, anytime it goes to VAR and they're waiting for it like a long time, you, you almost think it's going to be a PK. Like it's kind of like the yeah. thing that happens. I don't know. But um, we'll see. So first half ends, nil-nil. Uh, fellas, what were your thoughts on the uh, first half and the performance? Um, Al, we'll start with you. Oh, it just – it wasn't uh, near good enough uh, whatsoever. I mean, to end up with zero – shots on target um four total attempts i think something low like that um it's just not good enough uh whatsoever mm -hmm. and the biggest thing for me was that the bare minimum of what i expect which is what we saw against zenit is your effort 
drive and determination. And that was a big drop off from the Zenit game to this one. So regardless of what players you have playing and where you play them, I need that type of determination and drive the whole way through. I saw Dybala unable to shield one with minimal contact, throw his arms up and be pissed off. And they ran right back at us. That can't happen. Um, all the guys need to fight through all the challenges all the time. And when you see, again, it's it's so frustrating because here I thought he was making this big turn and then uh, and starting to embody that leadership thing. But then, you know, he he goes and acts like that and gets a little frustrated. And that's the opposite of what we need out of him and or everybody. If you're going to wear the armband, you got to set the tone. Mm-hmm. I was pretty pissed off with that. And all the guys were flat. They were flat. So put it on Max, put it on whoever. It, it needed to be uh, much, much better. And honestly, when you look at Fiorentina and how they play, we we continue to not use some of our guys in a method to hurt our opposition. And I thought Chiesa in this one, we should not have done that. You know, like it's it, it's frustrating that we had him almost out of the game for too much of it. Right. Um, There's a lot of things I didn't like about this one, to be honest. But uh, yeah, that's just kind of my thoughts. I think Max needs to get structure built in offensively because it still feels like a lot of uh, reliance. Right. We're just relying on guys rather than guidance from the top. So two man pivot starts to starts to fade away. The more I look at this team and everything, um, I again, four three three is probably the way to go, and the only way it changes from that is um, Dybala. Dybala can work in a four three three, but it depends. Uh, you just have to push up with one of your fullbacks, and then he has to slide in centrally. Right? Um, it can work. Is it the most effective? Again, this goes back to my earlier comment. You always have to sacrifice something with the lineups it, with Juventus. That's the way it is with the players we've accumulated and everything and looking for a system. You're always going to sacrifice something. What is it that you choose to sacrifice? Is it going to hurt us? Right. That That's what, that's what you got to ask yourself. But 4-3-3 is probably the best, I think, going forward. Bernardeschi can play on that wing. It's still those outsides still essentially do the same job, but it gives them a little more freedom with the three man balance across the mid split Locatelli and Artur Bernardeschi could be used as a mid out there and still do a lot of damage. That's mm-hmm. where the creativity can come from in a midfield three. Cause you need one of those guys. You have Locatelli at the heart of it. Bernardeschi on one side, McKinney on the other strong. Bernardeschi on one side, Bentecourt on another, good. Rabio should fill on one side, but you still have to have a creating force on the other. So midfield three, you could still have Rabio there, but McKenney's got to be in there on one side, right? Or Rabio, Bernardeschi, vice versa, right? Artur and Locatelli swap. And then your forwards, let the forwards go to work. The nice thing about Bernardeschi, you could use him as an outside. Morata up top. Caio Jorge. Up top, start getting some minutes, rotate them in as well and whatnot. Um, Chiesa. Chiesa can go side to side. So there is some versatility there. I think, personally, it's who he chooses to use and when and how. Like for Max, like 
he could do he could better than what we've seen. And I just want fair criticism. That's all. He, he's <laughs> legend. He's not icon. That's not fair. 